Hello and welcome to Keep It Real, a parenting podcast by India's most trusted discovery platform for parents, kids2press.com. In each episode, we try and get a conversations that are important for us as parents to help through every single milestone in our parenting journey. Before we dive into today's episode, which by the way is amazing, we want you to make sure you subscribe to the player you're listening to this episode on, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or your very own Kidstop Press app. Do also screen grab this and share it with your feedback on Instagram and tag us at Kidstop Press or me, your host, at Mansi.Saveri by using the hashtag KeepItReal. WhatsApp us on 9819368429 to get added to the KSP radio broadcast list. Now, for today's episode. Parenting comes with a whole host of changes, but most of the times we're struggling to embrace it. Am I too fat? Is the bump too big? Am I ever going to get back to my original weight? These insecurities bog us down, and we often end up playing the victim card and social media doesn't help our situation. Feeling FOMO or fear of missing out has become the way of life and we keep comparing our lives to others. Wondering how to break out of it? In today's podcast, we speak to Samira Reddy, an actress and mom of two. She talks to us about how she gained 32 kilos in her first pregnancy, postpartum depression and how she gained the strength again to be out there. She talks to us about her campaign Imperfectly Perfect and her photo shoot where she wore no makeup, no photoshop and just embraced her bump. Back fat and everything that comes with being pregnant and motherhood. She wonders why people would ask her, will you flaunt your bump like Kareena Kapoor on the ramp or hold on to your fat like Aishwarya Rai and wants to break from the norm and accept the changes because after giving birth, you are a different version of yourself. Listen to how she got out of postpartum depression and worked on her inner self to be strong the second time around. Samira, I definitely am a person who believes that, you know, everything that we're doing today is somewhere that's come through us from the way we were raised. And there's something that's got to be, you know, with our childhood, growing up years, that kind of reflects on how we're, you know, the decisions that we're taking, the conversations that we're having. Samira, how long has it been? Three weeks. Three weeks. Three and and she's, she's so <laughs> brave, so unfiltered. Like, I just cannot believe that she's such a chiller. And she's like so candid. And uh, so I'm like, I don't know how she's sitting here <laughs> chilling and spending time and she's got everything by the routine, no help, like yeah. no help at all. It was a disaster because on the first day I came back from the hospital and I had a nurse, a very fancy one, <laughs> but in the night I was waking her up, okay, I was like, oh, I think the baby's crying, she's like, ah. and I was like, next day gone, then I got a jhapa, you know, one of the Bengali jhapas. Yes. And then she started telling me exactly how I started to do things and you know and the best part she was like don't feed in front of you know uh, your like everybody in terms of yeah. my family and I was just appalled and I was like yeah. this is not what I want to do yeah so she went and now it's been three weeks and we've stopped looking for people and I just had no help yeah yeah <laughs> so I don't know if this is a call that if anybody has a really good baby nurse <laughs> Or a nanny, Samira needs one. I mean, honestly, <laughs> now I've gotten to the groove yeah. and I just prefer not having anyone around. It's yeah, it's odd. just less stressful. It is less stressful, you yeah. know, and uh, I feel, of course, I mean, in my social life's gone for a toss, as all of us do. Yeah. But yeah, but it's not that bad. 
We're going to talk about um, you know her delivery, her fabulous shoot, and how she did it. Like I don't know how she did it, but she's going to spill the beans on her <laughs> underwater shoot and about uh, getting onto social media like six months ago. Yes, literally. And of course, her her you know her campaign, which is simply uh, unperfect, it's imperfectly, imperfectly perfect. perfect. Yeah, right. Uh, which is which is brilliant because I'm so I'm so proud and happy that finally somebody has voiced it. Somebody's had the courage. I mean, body positivity has to be spoken about. It's right. Ridiculous. We all struggle. We all suffer with this. Right. We need to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. So I think. the whole fact that you've kind of spoken about it come out especially because you're always papped you're always under scrutiny you're yeah. always being watched oh my god the bump is so big the thigh is so big she's put on so much weight how do you deal with all of this like and how is the time where you had hans your your oh, son you're now who's how yeah, old yeah he's 4 he's 4 to so, your baby yeah, well, how's I, it changed so actually when i got in a nutshell when i got pregnant with hans uh um it was my most happening time okay i was like when i say happening in my head it was happening i was like oh what shows sex eh you know like all these hot dresses very with it yeah uh very glam in my head and i say glam in my head because the way i realized it was very hollow mm. because the minute i got pregnant with hans i had a lot of issues i put on a lot of weight i had placenta previa lying on this bed actually not being able to move constantly eating and depressed put on a lot of weight i put on 32 kgs yeah 32 wow yeah i thought i i thought nobody could beat my 22 but she's outdone me i beat everybody okay i became massive and i'm laughing about it now uh, but i can tell you i was broken i mm. felt really bad about myself and that moving from that you know avatar of what i thought i was uh, to where i moved into and what i moved into it just it was a dichotomy i think i really like couldn't handle it and then i went into a shell i went completely quiet and i couldn't get back out and that's why i went quiet after hans i refused to talk to social media i remember getting papped that time like oh my god she's like what happened to her and i called up uh that particular magazine and i said why have you do you done this i said take it off and then i realized i can't control them so yeah. i just don't want to go out yeah So I didn't step out. I didn't step was out. Was it hard? Like, how do you pull yourself? Like, I know, I know, nobody has ever spoken about this, but there is so much pressure on you guys, yeah. right? How do you, like, when people tell you, "Oh, she's," and you've always got like, "Oh, she's so hot," or "She's so good looking," like, how do they do it? And then you suddenly yeah. get so much flack as well. Like, It's how do you ask for guys, it, right? I yeah. mean, look, today we put out ourselves out there to be scrutinized. Yeah. and it's it's both are playing with yeah. this this little game of you know we're putting it out there people are liking it we're putting more they're liking it more so suddenly if you if i decide to like say hey don't don't look at me that way because i put on weight now i mean somewhere it's yeah, wrong it's, it's, also yeah because yeah. i'm putting myself out there as an actress right so that was my only thing which was like okay i can't handle it i need to step out because the truth is that people can be really mean mm-hmm. and when i was uh, when i gave birth to hans in my first year i stayed that 102 kg guys i stayed that big and i couldn't go beyond it and i would just breastfeed eat more get depressed look at myself freak out eat more it became like a really a vicious cycle and no one could get me out of it yeah except myself it took me 2 years yeah 
to actually muster up the courage i could not even take my child out in a pram because somebody would come and say you know kya ho gaya aapko yeah so uh, my husband was very supportive my family was extremely supportive but it took me a good 2 to 3 years of therapy you know i took a bit of counseling and i have to say that coming back with this pregnancy the reason i am so confident not even confident it's like i'm i'm hungry and i'm thirsty to not like let other people get other sucked people in get sucked into absolutely <laughs> absolutely tell yeah. me of course there was so much anxiety because yeah. you were not on social media before because yeah. i think social media can either uplift you or can really put you down so contrary to what people feel like oh other people's lives are so beautiful no, it's a it's a major looks- it's major fomo yeah it you is know, and um so when i was not obviously on instagram all these yeah. years and 6 months ago i mean before that i did try a little bit and every time i try i'd see an actress put up this perfect picture you know chisel that look yeah. i don't know what all like you know is yeah. put up there and i was like i can't do this yeah i said i can't do this you know i used to get psyched and uh, people would be like oh you have to get on and you have to reach 1 million followers i'm like but why yeah i mean and then i understood this whole game of everybody's worth mm. you know something as ridiculous as that these big brands will send you big hampers when you have certain numbers and then you're part of the cool club yeah you know how you did, did that anxiety never <laughs> rub off samira <laughs> like just, never like oh my god she's talking about this brand oh my god she's got this campaign oh my god no, does it, it never do not it never now. not now maybe but back then back yes. then i was a wreck back then i can tell you i'd look at a bombay times picture and i'd first say oh my god it's such a bad angle and i'd feel bad about it and I'm, i mean for ridic for heaven's sake it's just one picture in mm. the paper for that particular day and i would let it get to me to a point where i'd feel down yeah and that's what happened this time when i came back i came back my way mm. which was this is me i don't look good all the time i swell i have water retention i cry i get depressed yeah uh and i wish that and i don't have nurses no and i don't i don't have nanny <laughs> nurses you know and and not only that i think that um i wish somebody did that for me that yeah. time yeah i wish somebody stood up and said samira you know what embrace your flaws yeah. but i had people saying don't worry tu weight lose karegi sab theek rahega tu sexy wapas banke wapas come back karegi this yeah. was a line yeah you can come back but you have to be that samira again yeah my thing was i'll come back but i come back as i am now yeah we all are different versions of ourselves and that's why imperfectly perfect happened it happened because a journalist came and told me will you become sexy like karina kapoor or will you stick to your like hold on to your weight yeah. like aishwarya rai yeah that's what triggered me off wow because i was like who first of all gives you the right to talk about aishwarya rai or even karina kapoor in yeah. that way yeah both have are amazing mothers yeah. Yes, one came back super sexy. One took time. You can't compare me to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. It's not right. Yeah. And that's why imperfectly perfect happened because I wanted mothers to know, dude, we're in this. It's really tough. Yeah. And and you did it without any makeup, yeah. any corrections, no, all of that. No. So how did that campaign happen? So uh, I wanted to do underwater shots. Hmm. For first of all, I did a few shots on the beach when I yeah. went on a holiday with my husband and my son. And then I started getting trolled for it. They started telling me, "Oh, you know, why are you showing a bump? Huh. The bump is so ugly." Like you know, like this was some of the words wow. the guys used to use. And it 
actually fueled me more. Like I was like, really? You think I shouldn't be showing my bum? Hell, let's do let's it. Let's do it. <laughs> she's, she's, I, I don't get her because she's quite the rebel as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just wanted to, and I did the underwater shots for myself. Yeah. But when we did it, it was so empowering, you know, just to, uh, to arc my body and to like, you know, show like this different uh, side of me and to embrace the fact that I had back fat and I had chubby thighs mm. and a chubby face, but I could still embrace it and feel good about it. That was, it's a real release, guys. So how did you it's do that? Release. Like everybody wants to know, like, so it wasn't Photoshop at nothing, all. Nothing, nothing. How long were you underwater? Hardly. Each time was five to maybe five to six seconds. It okay. was, but it was each shot was going down, sinking in, doing my shot and coming out. So it was in, out, in, out. It was constantly. I must have. I still have the tan. Oh. After it's like that was about forty days ago, and I still have this really black tan on my body. It's like I literally <laughs> sat in the water for so long. <laughs> but uh, but tell me when. So from. From the first time until now, how has so we've spoken about you know how you've how you've bounced back, how about the campaign, about the anxiety. But tell me now that you're on social media, what is Samira's way of posting out what she wants to post, but not letting it, not letting things impact you? Um, and how does one do that? Because I'm sure no, everybody on the gram yeah. today gets impacted, and but I think anybody who's not who's not admitting to it. Must be really. No, it's not that. I'll tell you what it is. Sometimes I do get a little like I get shocked. Sometimes, especially when people comment some ridiculous stuff. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I did a, a post recently about celebrating failure, and this yeah. happened because of uh, that certain suicide case. Yeah. You know, with, yeah. the, with uh, off that bridge, and it really unnerved me because I was thinking somewhere deep down, I said I have to talk about the fact that. I thought I failed. Mm. Okay, guys, I thought I failed because I lost my sense of self and I became fat. In my head, I actually use the word I have failed myself. And I think that's wrong because we need to celebrate failure, right? Yeah. I've, somewhere it is failure that has pushed me to come into this confident sense of self. Mm -hmm. So we all fall down. And then I had people, you know, sending me messages like, yeah, just because you failed doesn't mean you think you should celebrate it. I mean, and in my head, I was like, what? I mean, are these people mad? Yeah. Because what I'm trying to explain to you is that we all fail at some level. Yeah. At any point. It could be an exam. It could be at a marriage. It could be with our bodies. And people really say the most ridiculous stuff. Yeah. But you know what I always do? I always like what they say. So sometimes, you know, if somebody wants to be hurtful, I actually like the comment. And then you realize how shallow you were. Yeah, and yeah. it's not for any reason because I can't change anybody. Yeah. And that's the most important thing, you can't change anybody. No, but I also, I completely agree with you that sometimes when we fail, when you rise from that failure. It's amazing. Nobody will be able to break you again. And I think that no, is so important. you will be broken again. Yeah, but, but not in that, not but a different, different sort of, different, uh, different reason, different. right? That yeah. reasoning will be different because... When you've emerged, yeah. you've emerged so much stronger and, and I can't believe if people haven't had failures. I don't know if you're living no, that's the perfect that's see, even life. Even as mothers, right, since we yeah. are here and it's Kids Stop Rest, I have to say as mothers, we are constantly comparing ourselves. There yeah. are certain moms who are like, you know, have it all and then like, oh, do they have it all? No, they don't. Nobody has it all. And you constantly second guess yourself. Yeah. Am I aging? Am I fat? Am I skinny enough? 
am i called to that per- that particular event do yeah. i have the right clothes do i have the right car am i the right mother am i fitting into that school uh, you know the mommy oh, group man. the mommy group yeah. scary, scary group by the way <laughs> <laughs> because i you know, i haven't got there yet but i'm saying that anxiety is self made it's self inflicted and that's where maybe i feel a sense of release and i would love to share it with you all where i tell you all please let go because the amount we of importance we give situations and other people or you know this this thing of judge being judged or wanting validation validation is like a bad word in my head i am so done with it i'm like i don't care what you all think i'm enjoying myself you don't need that validation yeah you know as moms we are already doing such a damn great job yeah true you, you know so so but tell me how do you do it like i want to i would really want to know so if you see something and it does impact you what do you say to yourself and pull yourself away okay, from that you situation you have to let it you have to let it pass so my thing but is but in that passing phase you're, you're miserable samira no no so even when you're miserable you have to just at that moment say okay it is really bothering me but you have to actually think you're giving the power to that situation or the person you know i've had many hurtful things slung at me but i don't give it that importance because the minute you empower that person or that situation the power is not with them it's with you i mean you're in control yeah. so if somebody says you're fat it's their insecurities it's them demeaning you it's their problem not yours yeah you know you're still sort of in the situation and there are people around you like i often feel there are times when you know either i'm not being able to manage work and home or whatever and i feel like the anxiety of one place kind of rubs off onto the other so you know how much ever you want to control you're still so going to let wrong, people affect you can't control yeah that's why i always say when i say stay in that situation yeah. and let go you have to be mindful yeah like there are so many times i'm telling you i'm so stressed out new baby my son husband saying something i'm trying to do a live with kids to yeah. address <laughs> I'm like you know like this so there is there's that moment and I always stop and sometimes I just go to the bathroom and cry. Yeah. I cry. I cry so much my god because my hormones are all over the place yeah. right now and in general I'm a very hormonal chick. So <laughs> I cry to just release. Yeah. I just release. Yeah. And you release it you come back out feel better think re-strategize and reactivity right. is something that you can control. So what I'm trying to say is I'm not saying that you you can control situations yeah. but you can at least be mindful about yeah. your reactivity to it true you know true. that's then then make your comeback true how was samira as a child and what do you think were the biggest takeaways from back then to what you're doing today so i have to say as a child believe it or not uh, i was really plump i used to stammer a lot i was a very scared kid and um, i just felt co- people were constantly judging me because i had two really sexy sisters i mean hot sisters so the combination was lethal and i wasn't in a very good space in my teens and as a child i always felt like okay i have to break through and come out and do something but could i be able to do it so that negative uh, thought uh, process actually propelled me into pushing myself into doing something big uh, and now when i look back i think that we are a product of our environments good or bad uh, it helped me get here but now i have to work a lot to break all those notions in my head because uh, self worth doesn't come from just pushing and getting success and trying to make up for the fact that you had a childhood which was you know 
not as glammed up as you think you know maybe it should be looking at me mm-hmm. but today i break everything i including like feeling good about myself really a core strength of feeling strong and not just from the outside and all that comes from inner work now yeah so so that's where i am I'm, i mean i'm constantly trying to break that teenager feeling bad about myself um uh, and coming to this point where you're really doing a lot of inner work and inner strength right that's over the years that has happened yeah. and how did you nurture yourself through these years i mean what what really um, worked for I, you interestingly enough i can tell you the uh, the places that i broke yeah you know and i can clearly see them like i remember after my first flop hmm. uh i came uh, you know with this big film and i really thought that i've made it you know this will be my big debut i remember i fell on my face and it was my first big slap on my face as a series of many that i've had and it's interesting how you come out of it and you keep getting stronger and you keep working on yourself and you have to keep working on yourself every day it's not just going to i'm right. not saying i'm strong today yeah and i'll be strong tomorrow i might feel bad about something and then i have to work on that again so tell me how was the birthing process like did you because you were you know used to the red carpet the life in the glamour world was it do women hold back to birthing and you know the very natural process that it is to start a family because it's very luring and i mean like it or not but but not everybody has a you know has the same trajectory that they follow after childbirth so um i have to say that i always wanted children yeah. and in fact i remember when i turned 30 i had a full breakdown because i was like i want to get married but there's nobody there you know <laughs> like i was really upset uh and it was i was more upset because i had envisioned myself being this young mother Uh-huh. You know, a young mother in her twenties, and then it became, oh, I'll be a young mother in my thirties. Yeah, right. It didn't, and then I finally got married, really, like you know, little late, and then I had both these kids. Uh, so I always wanted to have children, and I was trust me, if I found the right guy earlier, I could have had the biggest film in the world. It wouldn't have bought. I wouldn't have cared because I wanted to have kids. Uh, and Akshay will tell you that. Um, he wanted when he proposed to me he wanted to marry me a year later i made him marry me a month later <laughs> then he told me we'll have kids after 2 years and i was pregnant within 4 months wow so <laughs> she's like super speeded i know i was focused i yeah. was like that baby has to happen and even with the with my second one with naira i took time to lose my weight and to mentally come to a space where i'm happy again because i had a lot of postpartum with hans and uh, once i came to a good space was when i decided to get pregnant with her so there's never no anxiety no fear that there is going to be the work which i am known for and i'm going to leave that behind for a while so there's no anxiety there of course there was anxiety there was a full breakdown yeah. after hans i put on so much weight i did envision i'd get back to work within a year and it didn't happen because i was really huge and uh, it broke me into pieces and i had to really pick myself back up and then i just told people oh i i'm i'm out i have retired i don't need to do this but internally i i thought i had failed myself mm-hmm. uh which is wrong because now when i look back i hadn't failed myself yeah. i became a mother and i just slowed down yeah. and my body didn't keep up yeah which is why with the second pregnancy i have been gung ho i've been very strong and my will to be positive has been uh something that i've worked on a lot yeah You've not followed the 40-day confinement no. period clearly the second time around. No, Do you even no. believe in all of this? Um, I believe that uh, there are certain things that are right. For example, 
the body is un- has undergone a lot of stress correct so maybe in those 40 days it's to just make sure that the mother recovers and the child you know is very small yeah. so you know you just need to protect the child from maybe germs and infections and look yeah. at the envi- look at the atmosphere around yeah. right and especially with the body yeah. uh so you know if people do massages and mm. and they eat well it's to recover because your body has created a life correct a life yeah. so it is like you're sapped off of all those energies and those vitamins and you need to re- replenish mm. so maybe to give the mother that some rest yeah, some yeah. so bless you to give the to to give yourself that rest but i disagree with the fact that i remember with hans i did the 40 days i did the massages and after all that i couldn't get back out yeah because i was like oh my god my body is paining and i'm like you know with so with this time i just played it harder for me like in the sense i became harder because i didn't want to cave into i need 100 massages a day yeah. and somebody has to wait on me hand and foot i wanted to be a little more self self sufficient Right. In a recent uh, Instagram post you mentioned about moms being shamed when they're not lactating enough yeah. and and really you know all that. It upsets me. I'm more Yeah, like I'm all about breastfeeding, but I I know because um I've seen friends of mine really struggle yeah. and one she had a proper condition where she couldn't breastfeed, yeah. you know. Yeah. It was the size of the breast yeah. or something about the breast. And I remember her crying and I still remember her saying, you know, I'm not good enough and I'm yeah. not doing it my child right. Uh, and I felt like, like I felt so helpless looking at her because I had a very good breastfeeding experience with Hans, and maybe somewhere she felt like, "What the hell? Why couldn't I do it?" Yeah. And uh, so I'm very, very, I'm very passionate about speaking about mothers that cannot breastfeed, and I'm like, leave them the hell alone. Yeah. You know, you're not True. allowed to say anything to them. And there are mothers who go between both formula and their own. Uh, yeah, it's breast. their choice. Whatever it's they want to do. Yeah. I mean, you made that baby, man. You yeah, that's enough. Now don't enough. go guilt tripping over no, anything no, else. No, no, no. Yeah, guilt. no. But tell me, what are the typical fights that happen between a couple, especially because both are working, and that causes a lot of anxiety to parents as well, right? Which is, you know, you both started at the same stage. One's progressing. One's taking a back seat. Does that ever bother you, or does that ever cause anxiety? So uh, between me and Akshay, I have to say one thing that uh, when I met him for a first for, for the first four years we were dating, he was very encouraging about the fact that I was never around. I was running between one shoot to the next, London to south to south of India. It was like he really was there for me. Yeah. And uh, uh, and that's great because when I got pregnant and then I had to take a step back. Yeah. Um. He, I, I made him front and center because then you know I yeah. had to be there by him. I had to be there yeah. by, by, like, and show him that I can also, you know, he actually would really help me out then. He would understand yeah. as a new new boyfriend, I would just never be there. Yeah. You know, and as a new boyfriend, he was like, okay, you know what? I get it. You're working. Yeah. So it's funny how that set the the stage for yeah. me now saying, you know what, babe, now it's your turn. You know, yeah. I'm there for you. Yeah. But do you like bicker and fight about who's gonna make? the kid brush today and sleep today okay, and akshay uh, is obsessive as a father because okay. he gives hans a bath he is all about giving in fact yeah. this morning he was shouting at me because he you know there was dalia made and my son conned me into giving him chocos <laughs> and milk don't ask me why and i agreed and hans and akshay as a father which is like no dalia has more nutrition he can have his chocos right after dalia so it's yeah. like it's 
he's a very hands-on dad. And that's that's important because you no, live I'm in a nuclear, lucky, you know, nuclear, nuclear family. Is, Akshay, if I knew this about you, I would have. I mean, you know how it's like. Yeah, at the two years yeah. uh, later, our yeah. marriage would have happened. Like, abhi fere kar lo. We just get married. Yeah, there. no, he's right very now. hands-on. I'm very lucky like that. I'm yeah. very, very lucky. Yeah. That's the reason why I don't have help also now. Yeah, she's clearly doing yeah. this. So Akshay comes back from work at seven, and then Hans is all his. इलेक्ट्रिक वन अवेलेबल प्लेन I'm going to be going for so. How hours. does it matter between no, a manual and a gauge? I'm not going to carry the whole electric with me. You have battery operated, na? No, it's easier. I just have to throw the milk. Babe, you have battery operated pumps. Really? No, yeah. but I want something to fit in my bag. It's so small. Really? Okay, done. Chalo. The mud. <laughs> the mud. I literally need it for one. And trip. why would you throw it? How can I keep it? I'm because you get plan. these insulated bags. Are you just for one for two five hours? I'm not gonna do it. Okay. It's like I'm going for five hours. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get. It. Why don't you take her with you? Oh my God. We're within forty days. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, the last thing she googled, we got. Um, Who is the last person you texted? My husband. Do you write your breastfeeding schedule on an app? Oh God, no! I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> Are you an obsessive mother who um, who puts your child on a schedule and lets the child lets the child cry the night out? Oh my God, no! Never, never, never! Not, no. not, not. No. Last thing I ate. Uh, I ate a methi ladu. <laughs> okay, so she does. She clearly does eat <laughs> eat all of that. Um, one thing that you wish there was like a magic potion to right now. I wish uh, I could have my stomach swelling come down because it's really hurting. I thought you would say colic, like substitute no, no, no. the colic. No, I'm selfish. <laughs> I want to take care of me. <laughs> no, I'm no. no, I really right now my swelling's killing me on my belly. Would like it to go. If you had ten hands, what would each of the hands do? Oh my God, ten hands. Yeah. It's like wishful, right? But it's okay. You see, so you want me to each hand? What yeah, each what hand each do? hand do? So why would I need so many hands? You don't need it. No. Like when we ask moms what's that one thing they need, they would say I want like 10 hands. For what? It's like multitask. No, we always want to do so much. But multitasking, I don't need the hands. She's <laughs> really I don't know. I don't like I, I just quite commendable. <laughs> okay. Okay. Have you ever blamed your mindfulness on mom brain? Oh god, all the time. Have you sent your child to a wrong birthday party on the wrong day? No, never. Have you sent your child to a class on the wrong day? No. When it was cancelled. Never. <laughs> She's too good. She is too good. It's not that I I I I have uh, a lot of friends who remind me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm not that good. How have you? What was the last lie you told your kid? Uh, this morning I told him that the chokers were over. <laughs> okay. Okay. Have you? What was the biggest like joke that you know that you kind of created to escape a situation with him? Oh, oh, he really he wanted to know where the baby is coming from, so he actually was trying to tell me that he wanted to see 
So I told him that uh, you know I said Mama's you know. Got Did you say God sent no, down and all no, that? No, no, no. Thank God. No, no, no. <laughs> I just told him that yeah, uh, we got to have this discussion later, and your Papa's calling me, and I ran out of the room. <laughs> okay, so she didn't address. <laughs> no, the I did not address it because yeah. my my son is one of those show and tell. <laughs> Let me <laughs> show and tell yeah. for this. I can actually run this. <laughs> Are you part of Mom WhatsApp groups? No, I'm not actually. I'm not. Not yet. I'm not because not yet, and that's what I said, right? I mean, he goes to the same school. I'm um, no, I'm not on a mom app. I was one for the school last year, but then there were a couple of really uh, crazy rants, and then I got scared and I and I got off. Okay. <laughs> True. <laughs> true. I'm quite curious to know. After this, what was the rant about? But true or false? Without my mom friends, I won't survive. Yeah, that's true actually. But for me, it's my my sister-in-law and my mother-in-law. They've been my strength. To be very honest. Okay. They're my number ones. <laughs> okay. One thing you miss because you have a baby. Now. Um. I really miss my. Uh. So the thing is that this is just the freedom to get up. And just go. Okay, I'm gonna like go out right. Yeah, now. I just want to go and have a cup of coffee, or I want to watch my Netflix show or okay. something. Okay. Your son's reaction when he first met your daughter. Uh, he said she's so squishy. She's <laughs> <laughs> so squishy, mama. Okay. Like, no, no, no. Please don't squish. She's already squishy and she's too soft. <laughs> okay. Five things in your baby's diaper bag you can never do without. Uh, water wipes, uh, hand sanitizer, uh, diapers. Uh, and uh, what else? A, a, a changing mat and uh, a burp cloth for sure. Right. Yeah. Send a picture of your belly to your husband just to show that it was growing. First time, I I did everything from read an app to tell him which vegetable it is resembling, it, like at what stage and what we we we've all done that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it is now an avocado size. <laughs> <laughs> and now it is turned into a turnip. Like you forgot the P. Huh? It's P. Like yeah, yeah, you pee. start with the P. Okay, and my husband will be like, yeah. Yeah. This time I did nothing. Okay. Uh, said you're said because you're not a woman, you'll never get it to him. Like, you're not a woman, you won't get it. Never. You've never said that. No. Oh no. my God, she's really sweet. No. No, okay. I mean in other ways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you ever wondered how my husband can be more tired than I am? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Okay. I, that is one thing I take off on Akshay about. I'm like, dude, you can't imagine the multitasking going on. And he's just okay. Like, yeah. Yell at my child when no one can hear. No. Okay. Tell my child, don't do that multiple times in a day. Oh, uh, that I'm saying it hundred times all the time. Okay. <laughs> Ate the chocolate my child was waiting to eat. Uh, Actually, she has a freezer yeah. full of the yeah. chocolate stash. Have you dug in yeah. when he's not around? Yeah, for sure. It's okay. half, half is mine. Okay. Dozed off in the washroom after a sleepless night. I have dozed off while feeding her. Okay, that's of normal. Course. Okay, <laughs> try to scare my child with the mom voice. All the time. Okay, five times a day at least. Okay, perfect. You have been incredible, <laughs> and now we're gonna let you go because Naira is back to being angsty again. Okay. But thank you so much. This has been incredible, you. Samira. Yeah, I'm so yeah. glad. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by KSP TV and it is a discovery-led platform for parents where you discover handy tips, hacks, recipes, education, conversations with prominent influencers in this field that will help you at every step as a parent. You can meet celebrities, experts each week who help you with different milestones and get real and candid. 
New episodes are posted every Monday and Thursday, so don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of KSP TV.